welcome to the Unbusy Your Life podcast, where each week you will learn the tips, tools, strategies, and mindset of productivity. This isn't time management. This is personal management because the solution to your scheduling time and productivity issues is you and how you show up in your time. Hi, I'm Neil Williams, life coach and productivity expert, and I am going to help you become the best you in your 24 hours so you can get all the things done and live the exact life you want. Get ready to unbusy your life. Episode number 15, everyone. I'm so excited that you're here with me today. I can't believe that the podcast is 15 weeks old already. I feel like I'm counting the number of weeks. Remember when you first had a baby and you were like, he's 10 weeks, he's 12 weeks. I feel like I'm doing that with a podcast because the podcast feels a little bit like I've had a baby and it's super fun and exciting. So I'm so happy that you're here with me. I'm recording this on the day before Easter, actually, and this is the day where normally we have a big neighborhood Easter party and an egg hunt for the kids. But of course, because we're in the middle of this pandemic, we can't do that this year. But I have some amazing neighbors and friends, and last night they dropped off Easter baskets and hid Easter eggs in the yards of all of the neighbors so that the kids would wake up this morning and get to have their Easter egg hunt. And it just reminds me of all the good that there is still happening in the world right now, even while there are still bad things happening. COVID is happening. And I'm so filled with gratitude for these relationships that I have, for the connections that I have. I feel so much love and so connected to the people in my life, even though I can't hang out with them in person right now. And I just wanted to mention that if you want to feel this way too, if you're feeling really disconnected and really lonely, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to episode number 13 called Connection Shame, where I teach you all about how to create connection for yourself anytime you want. And it doesn't require anybody else to be in your physical presence. So that was a little side story, but I'm just so filled with gratitude and love today. And I wanted to share a little bit of that with you. Let's dive into today's topic. I'm going to teach you about the snooze button. Now, this might sound like a little bit of a strange topic for this podcast, but it's super relevant and I wanna tell you why. If you're in the habit of pressing the snooze button, and this has been one of those bad habits that I've had over the years, so it's been true for me too. It's something that I've had to solve for myself. What it really means, it's really a symptom and just like a sign of not following through on your, on your plan. So the behavior that has you pressing the snooze button is the same behavior that is causing you to not follow through on other areas, like not following through on your plan to go for a walk or to stop working when you say you're going to. It's all the same thing. And so that's why it's super relevant to this podcast. And I wanted to teach you about it today. So the first thing to know is the reason why you hit the snooze button. Now, a lot of you are going to automatically respond to this question that you're lazy or just unmotivated. And that is actually not the truth. That is not why you hit the snooze button. I want you to think about when you're in bed in the morning time and your alarm goes off, 
you are in the place that is the ultimate in safety and comfort, right? You're in your bed, you're snuggled in your covers, you're warm, you're safe, nothing can get to you there. And your brain wants nothing more than to keep you safe and comfortable. That's exactly what it's designed to do, to keep you safe and comfortable. And so it makes sense that we want to stay in the bed because that's where our brains want us to stay. So the first thing that I want you to start paying attention to in the morning when the alarm goes off, you don't even have to worry about trying to not hit the snooze button for a few days. So for the first few days, all I want you to do is just notice the sentences or the phrases in your brain as your alarm goes off and you're hitting the snooze button. They're going to sound pretty like true, right? So that's why it might be hard to recognize them as thoughts in your mind or sentences or phrases. But let me give you a few of mine to give you an idea of what they could look like. Mine are, I don't want to get up. I'm too tired. I'll just give myself one more snooze. I can still get everything done. It's not a big deal. I deserve the extra rest, right? So look at the flavor of all of those thoughts. If that's what I'm thinking, of course, I'm not feeling motivated to get up. I am giving myself the escape button to just stay in bed and hit the snooze button again. So step number one is first to observe what's happening in your mind when the alarm goes off and you're hitting the snooze button. What do you notice? What are those thoughts? We have to gain the awareness first before we can make any change. And here's an interesting thing. When you find those thoughts or those phrases, see if those are the same things that are happening in your mind. When you look at your plan for the day and you have something planned, let's say on Tuesday from nine to 11, and you don't want to do it. You want to push it off or do something else. It's probably the flavor of that thought is probably very, very similar. Cause this is just another example of not following through on your plan for yourself. So after you have a little bit of awareness about what's happening in your mind, that's keeping you in bed and having you hit the snooze button, maybe three or four, or I don't even know, maybe 15 times. The next step to do this is a process to basically reprogram your brain or to override those comfort, um, safety thoughts that your brain's offering up to you to get you up and moving and out of the bed and not pressing the snooze button. So the best way to do this is to find a thought that helps you get up. So that thought has to be something that creates determination or commitment or motivation or maybe even excitement. And what if you can do that, if you can find a thought that you can believe in that moment that creates that kind of emotional energy for you, those feelings will fuel you to get out of bed. So let me give you an example. You probably don't hit the snooze button 10 times when you're getting up to go on vacation or to get up to go do something that you find really fun. You're probably excited to get up, right? And ready for that day and wanting to get into that day. Maybe it's meeting with your best friend or someone you really admire. Notice what's different in that situation than in just your normal everyday routine. 
your thoughts and your feelings about getting up are fueled very differently in those two situations. Now, if you have someone waiting for you, this is why so many people talk about accountability being a great thing when you're starting to create a new habit. The reason is, is we typically don't want to let other people down. We're totally fine with letting ourselves down, but when it comes to somebody else, we don't want to let them down. And so the energy, the thoughts that we have about that situation, I have to get up or someone's counting on me that fuels us to get up. It's not necessarily the accountability itself. And I think that's a really important distinction here because if you don't have an accountability partner, it doesn't mean that you can't do this or you can't solve this problem for yourself or any of your follow through problems. Really, you can be your own accountability partner by finding the thoughts that you'd be thinking if you had another human waiting for you. So if you knew that your best friend was coming to pick you up and you were going to go for a walk or maybe have coffee, you wouldn't stay in the comfort of the bed. You'd get up. But the reason why is because you're thinking differently about it. That's the most important point. So what are you thinking about that date with your friend? What are you thinking about when you're getting up to go on vacation or when you have something super fun planned for your day, or maybe even when you don't have the option to press the snooze button. So maybe you have some appointment that you have to get up for. That's really important. Again, this is the same idea as accountability. If it's for someone else, we're all in, we'll figure it out. We'll override that comfort safety brain and get up every single day. Right? And the idea is to translate that same thought pattern and that same emotional energy to yourself, being so committed to yourself and to your plan that you made for yourself, that you are your own accountability, that you wouldn't miss an appointment with yourself no matter what. So find the thinking Find the phrases, find the emotional energy, what you're feeling in those other situations. And you can just translate that to your normal everyday Tuesday. So that's the first thing. The next thing, if that is difficult for you to access or to come up with, I have a couple of other ways to do this. Now, the second best way that I love to do this is to break the getting up process down into micro steps. Now this is the exact same process that I teach you about in how to schedule your time and making sure that you allocate time accurately to getting the things done. We break it down in the micro steps, right? And we assign a time value to each one of those little mini micro steps. I want you to think about your getting up as a process, as a project as well. And I want you to think about all of the mini micro steps you have to do to get yourself up out of bed instead of pressing the snooze button and staying in bed. So it probably looks like turn off alarm, take covers off, sit up, put feet on the ground, stand up, walk to bathroom, brush teeth. So you kind of get the idea, right? I want you to think about your morning routine and break it down in all of the mini micro steps that are required for you to turn the alarm off, get up when you said you were going to, and get on with your day. It's so much easier to tackle a mini step instead of this bigger idea of getting up. 
it's going to be easier for you to tackle the thoughts and that are trying to keep you in the safety and the comfort of the bed when you just tell yourself, oh, I don't have to get up. All I have to do is turn off the alarm. All I have to do is throw the covers off. All I have to do is sit up. All I have to do is put my feet on the ground. Those are so much easier to tackle the mini steps than the bigger idea of getting up out of bed. And once you're that far, if you're standing up and moving towards your bathroom or whatever your next step is, it's very unlikely that you're going to go climb back in the bed, right? Because you're like, okay, I'm already up. I might as well just get started with my day. And you've kind of overcome that primitive safety comfort brain. And so it's easy to just keep moving forward. So second way to do this is to break everything down into the micro steps and focus on one micro step at a time instead of the whole bigger project of getting up. It's the same idea as when people get overwhelmed because they think about a big project and they're just not sure how they're going to get it done. And they, but they don't take the time to micro step and chunk it out. If they looked at the little mini micro steps underneath all the action they needed to take to get that thing done, it would be, it wouldn't be overwhelming because they could look at each step and be like, oh yeah, I can totally do that. This is the same exact thing only applied to the snooze button and to your alarm and getting out of bed. So the last way to overcome this snoozing habit that you have, pressing the snooze button over and over and over and not getting up when you told yourself you would, is to use a brain hack that I call the snooze jar. So it's the same exact idea that I taught you about if you're struggling with procrastination. I introduced the idea in episode number five um, called procrastination debt of the procrastination jar. This is the exact same thing. So what you're going to do is you're going to have a jar by your bedside with some beads. The beads are not in the jar. They're outside of the jar. And I did this for a while and I had my husband do this too. And it literally changed everything for us. We were not hitting the snooze button. We were getting up. It was, it made it so easy. And here's the other thing that I want you to recognize is that changing a habit is harder at the very beginning, right? So once you overcome the old habit and you have the programming in place in your mind for the new habit, it becomes automatic. It becomes your new default. Right now, your default is to hit the snooze button. And you may have done it so many times, you're not even really conscious of doing it, right? You may just automatically hit the snooze, which is what I found myself doing. So you have to bring it back into your conscious brain first before you can change the programming and change the habit and create the new habit, become, make that default and automatic of just getting up when the alarm goes off. So here's how this news jar works. It's just like the swear jar, right? So what we're doing is we're rewarding you and your brain likes this reward. It likes this accumulation reward so that every time you get up out of bed, Instead of hitting the snooze button, you get to put a bead in the jar. And I love the jar idea because it's such a great visual representation of you following through on what you told yourself you would do. 
every single time you get a bead in the jar, that means you got up. That means you got to follow your plan for your morning routine, that you got the morning that you wanted instead of the one that feels super rushed and you you snoozed through all of the things that you wanted to do. Maybe it was your journaling or your meditation or your walking or your running, working out, whatever that looks like. Instead of starting your day with disappointment in yourself because you didn't do those things, you get to have yourself fueled and feel so proud of yourself for the fact that you followed through on this plan that you made for yourself. So every single time that you get up and you don't press the snooze button, a bead goes in the jar. And you'll notice as the beads in the jar accumulate, your brain is like, oh yeah, no, we like putting the bead in the jar more than we like the safety and the comfort of the bed. And it gets easier and easier the more that you practice it. But you have to commit to it. I committed to it for 50 days and it literally changed the habit. And probably I would say I noticed a difference even after a week and my husband did too. But if you're committed to it for 50 days, almost guarantee you that you're going to change this habit and you're not going to hit the snooze button. You're going to get up when you told yourself you're going to. And here is the last thing that I want to show you about the snooze button. It's really revealing your relationship to you with yourself. It's exactly the same habit as not following through on your plan in your work or whatever plan that you make for yourself. You make a plan for yourself for when you're going to get up. And there's a reason why you made that plan. And then when you don't follow through on it, you show yourself that you can't trust you. And like I said before, it's the very first act of your day. That's the first thing that you're feeling about yourself, about you. You're disappointed and you feel let down by your own self. You teach yourself day after day after day that you just can't trust you. So solving this one little habit, changing this one little habit so that you're following through, if nothing else, and you start with this and you just follow through on getting up when you said that you can, can actually help you solve your follow through problem in other areas of your life. It is challenging. I'm not going to say that it's not, but it's so worth it because of the awareness that you gain of your thinking and the skill that you develop in overcoming the programmed default thinking and behaviors that are leading you to hit the snooze button in the first place. Now, I kind of like, there's one last thing I want to teach you about this. I want you to consider carefully what time you decide to get up out of bed and do it with your adult brain. Make sure that you're planning with your prefrontal cortex, which means you're going to plan at least 24 hours in advance. And I want you to make sure that you're giving yourself the rest that you need. Many of my high achieving clients, and I would consider you to be one as well, because you're listening to this podcast, you try to pack too much into your schedule and this shows up with the alarm because you set it really early in an unrealistic manner and you cut out sleep. You think if you scrimp on your sleep, you'll have more hours and that means you're going to be more productive. And in fact, we know this has the opposite effect of being highly productive. There is science showing us that more sleep and being well-rested creates higher levels of productivity. And you've probably read some of that. So I want you to think about your day and what you have going on and make sure that you decide on the time that you're setting for your alarm with that in mind. I realized that I 
was acting like I'm a machine and a robot. And because I know that I'm highly capable and I can just keep going, I would set my alarm and really scrimp on my sleep. But here's what I learned. Just because I can doesn't mean I should or I need to. So that's the last thing that I want to tell you is just be very kind to yourself in all of the ways in terms of getting the amount of sleep that you need, but also giving yourself the space in the morning to be alone. If that's what you need to get started with your day, set yourself up for success. And the best way to do this is with your first act in the morning, which is what time you're getting up and then following through on the plan that you made for yourself to actually get up. So make this decision carefully with your highest good in mind. And then once your decision is made, follow through on it. Be the person that you can count on no matter what. Now, if this makes sense to you, but you want some more help in diving into this work, all you need to do is visit www.neilwilliams.com to schedule your free scheduling strategy session with me. This is a one-on-one call where I take you through a before and after process that will dive into the root of your too busy and overwhelmed. I'll help you get really clear on what you want in your schedule and your life. And then I'm going to map out the exact steps you need to take to get it. So go grab your free scheduling strategy session with me today at www.neilwilliams.com. And if you're loving what you're learning on the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review it by visiting www.neilwilliams.com forward slash podcast. Have a beautiful, unbusy week, everyone. Talk to you next week.